Welcome to the Ortho Eval Pal Podcast, where we can help you build confidence with your orthopedic evaluation and management skills. We hope you enjoy the show. And now, for your host, Paul Marquis. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 153 of the Ortho Eval Pal Podcast. I am your host, Paul Marquis, and today we're going to be talking about orthotics. We're going to be talking about corrective insoles, accommodative insoles, and what I like to call intelligent insoles. We'll be talking about what the difference is between all three of those, when one is indicated over the other. I want to talk a little bit about examples of when you use them and talk about deceptive packaging. And I also want to talk about the most commonly treated diagnoses with each and so much more. Um, so if you just hold for a moment, we're going to hear a word from our sponsors. A good night's sleep is what everybody needs. Fresh rest bedding will keep you comfortable all night. Our advanced textiles and weave wicks moisture and also regulates body temperature. This design, coupled with our all-natural organic antimicrobial, eliminates 99.9% of odor-causing bacteria, as well as dust mites, which are an allergen to many. Because our bedding stays fresh longer, it is eco-friendly, as it only requires washing once a month on average. This bedding is also known for its incredible softness. Our antimicrobial is all-natural and organic. No metals, waxes, chemicals, or our sheets will never leach onto or into your skin ever. These sheets are safe for your entire family. Fresh Rest is designed and engineered by Main Lee Technology Group, based in Wells, Maine, and our sheets are made for the USA. Fresh Rest Bedding is only available for purchase through our e-commerce website by visiting freshrestbedding.com. Once again, that's freshrestbedding.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. So today, let's talk about orthotics and or insoles. Um, you know, the orthotics business is huge. And just like shoes and sneakers, you know, 30 years ago, there were just a couple brands and, and it was just easy to pick from, you know, which shoe or which sneaker you wanted. Um, but now there are thousands. They have every color, every size, every shape. They have gizmos and gadgets built into these things. Um, and it's really it's confusing. It's confusing for the consumer. It's also confusing to the medical provider who wants to make a recommendation on what type of insole a person should be using for their particular issue. Um, the important thing to remember here, though, is that you have to have the right orthotic to fix the right problem. There are so many out there, and many orthotics can take care of the same problem. Um, so it's not always that one particular one is you know, superior to the other. Many of them have similar properties and can and can help do the same thing. Um, but what I want to do is talk about three different types. And as, of course, you know, every time I do a podcast or I get ready to do a live seminar, I get these ideas and I get these thoughts. And I was thinking, I'm going to do my very best to see if maybe we can interview the owners of different companies that carry corrective orthotics, smart or intelligent insoles, and accommodative orthotics or insoles. So I'm going to do my best to uh, see if we can get somebody to come on who specializes in each one and talk about their story and uh, and how they you know built their product and um, and get some more specifics on why these are so beneficial for so many people. But let's start with the corrective insole or orthotic. Now it used to be that when you heard the word or term orthotic, you would instantly think of a custom-made insole. And unfortunately, orthotic is now a kind of a catch-all name or a quote-unquote junk term, um, you know, 
for just about anything that you can put inside your shoe or inside the, the, the bottom of your shoe to replace your insole. So, you know, be cautious when you hear the word orthotic. Uh, I think that is used way too broadly now. And I think we need to, you know, ask for a, you know, a, a corrective orthotic or insole or an accommodative orthotic or insole and be a little more specific. And uh, especially when we drive patients in that direction. So when I think of a corrective insole, I think that the insole will do something to change the position of the foot and your ankle primarily, okay? But secondarily, it can change the position or alignment of your knee, your hip, your back. So, you know, like your car being out of alignment, you you let go of the steering wheel and the car, you know, drives into the ditch because it's out of alignment and your tire's all worn out on one side. You can change those tires, put brand new tires on it, but if you don't do an alignment, the car is still going to pull to one side. And that's kind of how I describe orthotics to patients, especially a corrective orthotic. Um, you know, oftentimes these orthotics are custom made. We take special measurements. We take an impression of the foot. We keep it in subtail or neutral. We really... Um, try to kind of place it in the position that we want it to be in when it's in the orthotic. And then, you know, once you get this custom orthotic back for, from it being manufactured, you may modify it a little bit after the fabrication. Now, typically, custom orthotics are much more expensive. It takes more time to evaluate the patient. You need to take an impression. You need to take that impression like I do. I do a lot of custom orthotics. I'll take that impression, take a lot of measurements, and then I will send that out to the company that we use to fabricate the orthotic. That has to. There are shipping costs involved. There's a lot of manhandling of the, um, of the impression and of the mold that is made. You have to align it. You got to level it. You have to do all kinds of things. And then you need to get that product back into your office and sometimes make a few modifications. So there is more of an expense to a custom orthotic. Unfortunately, there are not a lot of insurance companies who cover a custom orthotic or a corrective insole. So that's something to take into consideration also. Not everybody can afford a, um, a custom insole. You know, some of the examples of diagnoses where we treat patients with corrective insoles would be people with severe pes planus. So it doesn't even have to be severe, even mild pes planus or flat foot. Um, you know, the foot collapses immediately and uh, the navicular drops, the posterior tip may be overworking, the anterior tip may be overworking. Sometimes the calcaneus goes into valgus and that overstresses the Achilles, causing Achilles tendonitis or Achilles, uh, or Achilles tendinopathy. So we try to stabilize that heel. We may support the arch. Um, these can be helpful in, in preventing the progression of hallux valgus. And um, we've even used it for treating problems like patellofemoral dysfunction. Anybody who has a significant uh, genuvalgus type of problem, and even people with knee arthritis, if they have medial or lateral knee arthritis, you can put them into a custom orthotic and put a wedge under the foot and uh, or under the orthotic and help redistribute that pressure. So, you know, when you do a a corrective orthotic or insole, you're really thoughtfully trying to change the structure of the foot and the biomechanics of the, the whole lower limb, essentially. So something to take into consideration. Now, when we talk about accommodative orthotics, these are the ones you see a lot of on the shelf, okay? Um, they're not usually custom made. They're much less expensive because they can be mass produced quite easily. So basically, they make them for certain people in certain categories. Uh, and so, 
you know, they might say from this size to this size, all you need to do is trim the tip of it, put it in your shoe. Um, it's great for that person who is a do-it-yourselfer and just wants to um, slide something in there. And it's generally made of softer materials, so usually made to absorb some shock. Um, you know, it, it's it's great for people who have very little fat under their feet. And you've I've seen this before, people who are a little... Um, you know, uh, ectomorphic and, uh, and there's really, really thin, uh, those metatarsals will bother them. A lot of people who are walking on hard floors will get a flare up of their metatarsals, maybe even like, um, sesamoiditis or something like that. And they just need a little bit of cushioning. You know, they need to absorb that shock. Like people who walk on hard surfaces or on cement all day long. Um, you know, people who have impact issues, because you need to think about it. every step you take is like two to three times body weight through your ankle and about four times through your knee. And that just, you know, goes up the chain and causes a lot of impact. Uh, and that forces some of the muscles in the leg to work harder. And sometimes if you can absorb that shock, the muscles will not have to work so hard. People will not be so fatigued. And it can act as that little fat pad barrier. Um, and so what are the diagnoses that we like to treat with accommodative um, inserts or insoles? Uh, number one, calcaneal fat pad atrophy. You know, if you palpate the bottom of the heel and it, you can just feel that calcaneus and there's not a lot of fat there, sometimes that alone can cause a periostitis of the heel and can be very painful. So, you know, doing some sort of an accommodative insole that absorbs a lot of shock when they have impact uh, on heel strike can be helpful. People with Morton's neuroma and metatarsalgia, when they toe off sometimes if the bottom of the shoe or sneaker is really hard, or you'll see this sometimes with cleats um, that just don't have a lot of cushioning, um, the accommodative insole can be very helpful with that. People with predislocation syndrome or sesamoiditis can be very, very painful when it when the bottom of that first metatarsophalangeal joint is you know striking the bottom of the shoe. And that can really help. People with generalized knee pain, hip pain, low back pain, people with Seavers disease, um, anybody who just doesn't do well with impact on the floor can do well with an accommodative uh, orthotic. And like I said, they're a little cheaper, easier to get off the shelf, and um, you know you can just cut it to fit uh, your shoe and you're uh, off to the races. And even if you know they do break down because they're made out of softer materials, you can probably buy multiple pairs throughout the year uh, and still be uh, less expensive than wearing a custom orthotic or a uh, or a, a corrective insole. The next type of insole I want to talk about, and this is a little bit newer. Uh, we did not see this in the past, but um, there are insoles out there that I like to call intelligent insoles or, or insoles that gather information and give you something with that information, okay? So they're usually made out of materials that have pressure sensors in them. They can even um, assess temperature of the bottom of the foot. And so you know if that bottom of that foot is getting hotter. And, you know, some can, can do what we call pressure mapping. So uh, you can walk on the insole and it gathers information. It puts on a computer screen so you can see if maybe you're putting a little too much pressure on the lateral side of your foot, the medial side of your foot. Maybe you're um, pushing, on the, pushing off on the metatarsals, metatarsals too much. Um, and it can give you lots of information. Some are even made to gather information like 
pressure and temperature and send the information to an app and give you a warning that things may be getting a little too warm in the bottom of your foot and maybe you're putting a little too much pressure over time in a certain area. So, you know, these are, are great, especially for people who are diabetic, maybe people with neuropathy or those susceptible to getting ulcers. Um, these can be very helpful in, in the, gathering that information and maybe getting people off of their feet or doing some sort of intervention so they don't end up with some long-term problem. Now, every once in a while during the podcast, I'd like to throw out a little tip about something. And today's tip is going to be about you know, warning you against deceptive wording on insole packages. I see this all the time. Patients will come in for a custom orthotic. And um, what I see is they bring in this, you know, I tell them to typically bring shoes that they like to wear so we can make sure that everything fits in there correctly. And they bring all of their insoles and they have uh, hundreds and hundreds of dollars of insoles that they just got off the shelf. And, um, you know, on the, on the package it says, cure for plantar fasciitis or best heel pain uh, cure. And it, oftentimes, you know, it's not the orthotic that is going to take care of the problem. They may have some other biomechanical issue. They may have a weakness problem. They may have um, a flexibility issue. And there may be systemic disorders that are contributing to why people have foot and ankle pain. So we need to make sure that we, we look at the cause of the problem and not just try to put a Band-Aid on it. And um, I find that the packaging and the colors and the different types of gels and all kinds of things are, are really misleading to patients. And um, oftentimes they don't really help with the problem that they have. Or they um, just, some people get lucky and they have the right type of foot for that right type of insole and they just hit it right uh, and it works for them, but oftentimes it does not. So I really try to be a little more specific when I, I talk about certain types of insoles with patients. Um, so with that being said also, I want to mention one last thing and that you can buy the best insole in the world and if you have a crappy shoe to put it in, it's really not going to work all that well for you, especially when you are doing a corrective insole. You need to have a shoe that is going to support that insole well and hold your foot on the insole correctly. Um, and so, you know, making sure that the shoe is in good shape uh, and that it can support that insole well. I always encourage people to get a shoe that has a removable insole so that they can put the new one in and it doesn't crowd the inside of the shoe too much. Uh, that's very, very important. So, with that being said, I, you know, I hope you all enjoyed the show. Make sure you tell your friends and colleagues about OrthoEvalPal so that we can just continue to grow the community you know, of orthopedic evaluation and education and so we can continue to help each other out just to be better medical providers and help more people out there. So again, thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a great day. We hope you've enjoyed the show. For some more awesome content, go to orthoevalpal.com. Can't wait to see you there.